Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Shanae Alexander, host of Press Send, a podcast and more importantly, a safe and hilarious place for candid conversations about the scary, funny, heartbreaking, but always intriguing questions that make us all human. Each week, me and a new best friend you haven't met yet field your questions across any and all topics and offer our take on the matter with plenty of humor, heart, and badassery along the way. We launch a new episode of Press Send every Wednesday. We'll see you there. I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. Today, my guest is Dr. Tiffany Moonhoney. So you know we always like a powerful hot bitch. That's <laughs> exactly what you are. And I rarely put people on my vision board. I'm letting you know right now to your face, I have added you to my vision board. And we're the same age. We're both 37. Yes. Except you are an anesthesiologist. You went to an Ivy League school, which yes. is a big deal in Asian, Asian culture. That's the yes. only reason I mention it because I you know, went to University of Miami and I'm on Bravo and you're from Cornell. (laughs) I mean, I don't think where you go to school matters as much as what you got out of going to that school. But it's an achievement. It's a name brand. It's an achievement because you got in on your own merit. (laughs) But my mother would like to remind you that I never got into Harvard. I was (laughs) (laughs) waitlisted. Well, how did you decide to get into anesthesiology? 
you know, anesthesiology is not a very well-known specialty. I think a lot of people are like, what do you do all day? I was exposed to it early because I did research in it. And I was like, this is really fascinating because you get to take care of one patient at a time as opposed to um, like emergency medicine or internal medicine where you're sort of juggling multiple patients in clinic at the same time. I really like that intimate relationship with the patient just one-on-one. And then I might be what you would call a little bit of a control freak or a little (laughs) OCD tendencies. And so I'm like, oh, I am doing all the things. Like if the blood pressure is low, I will make it higher. If the heart rate is fast, I will make it lower. If the patient needs blood, I will transfuse blood. And I was like, I am doing the damn thing. Yes. If you need an anesthesiologist, (laughs) Dr. Tiffany Moon is the one. So I said, we're both 37. You also have twin daughters. Yes, they just turned seven. And they had their first day of school. And they had their first day of first grade. I love that. And they're precious and adorable. And you also have this sprawling home and you're managing everything. And I don't know how. And I look up to you. Oh, you're Just so letting you know. sweet. You're so sweet. You guys, Anisha has a flight in like two hours. <laughs> um, you know, she's getting an Uber to come pick her up like no. on the way to the airport. And she did this because my schedule is so tight. And she was like, I'll just stop by your house. We'll do the podcast and then I'll go to the airport. Exactly. We're doing but, all the things. But thank you for having me over at such so short notice. However, what I want to talk about, which is what all my listeners, all the women who are cringing all the time, we want dating advice. We want to know. We get it. We're fellow Bravo sisters. We're Asian. I'm pretty sure you grew up in a very strict home. Yes. And you had to study and you probably didn't have friends that were boys. No. So when did you have your first boyfriend? Well, I moved out of the house when I was 15 years old to attend a sort of early college entrance program. Okay, wow. And so then, of course, I met a boy there because I lived in the dorm at college there. And he was not in the early entrance college program. He was in actual college. Wow. At that college. And so he was a little bit older than me. And that was my first boyfriend. I just went all out for it. And so I guess always I've had a thing for older guys. Yeah. Was he Asian? No, he was not. Okay. And was it a big deal in your family to be with an Asian? Like a lot of us, you know, we're minorities. Our families want us to keep the culture. You know, I say that loosely in quotation marks. What was that like, you know? Oh, I never introduced him to my family. Girl, <laughs> you are you it. kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I was 15 years old. He was 19 years old. Yeah. Um, he was not Asian. I never even mentioned his name to my mom. <laughs> he doesn't he didn't exist. exist. He didn't and then exist. we broke up like a, we were together for two years, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. He never existed to my parents. There was no way I was going to go there. So then you go to med school. Was there pressure to get married early on? Like in my family, you know, I turned 21 and my family was like, when are you getting married? Oh my gosh, really? Yes. No, my parents never pressured me to get married. They always wanted to focus on my education. Okay. And they were always like, never let boys distract you from your ultimate goal of becoming a doctor. Absolutely. So yeah. Similar case, except ours was study, don't date, study, don't date. And then 21 comes and they're like, get married. Yeah. And you're like, I haven't even dated. Yeah. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. No, it's like study, don't date, study, don't date. You turn 21. There's like, where is your husband? husband. And then you turn 23 and it's like, where is my grandson? Exactly. And you're like, damn, I didn't have time. Yeah. So, yeah. so then when was your first serious relationship? I would probably say at Cornell. 
Um, I had my first, like, real boyfriend who I, like, really loved. He had nothing to do with medicine. He was in the architecture school at Cornell. And I met him at the Chinese Student Association Welcome Picnic. Wow, your parents So he picked me up early. I was like, dang, you scooped scooped me. scooped you up. Like, the first day of school. Yeah. And I stayed with him until graduation. Wow. Because I am what they call a serial monogamous. I've talked about it myself on this podcast. I think it could be a blessing and a curse because we're so loyal. Because yes. I say you become a serial monogamous when you're a loyal person. Yes. You just want to ride or die, right? I probably should have called it quits much earlier, but I didn't want, I wanted to give him another chance. I wanted this to work out. Yes. It, there's something about breaking up that almost seems like failure. So I wanted to like right. ride or die. And really, I should have cut that off like months before. Do you mind telling us what didn't work out in that relationship? We just had really different goals in life. Okay. He I wanted to party and have a good time. And he was an artist and he stayed up late and he smoked cigarettes. Yeah. And, you know, he was that like sexy artist kind. He's a college to me. boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had a boyfriend in medical school. Okay. The whole time. <laughs> and then I had a wow. boyfriend. Well, that was really it. I mean, in medical school, I had two boyfriends. The last one, not so serious. And then I met my husband, my now husband, and we've been married for, this will be our 10th year wedding anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. That's a big achievement. Yes, it is. I met him the last month of medical school, right before graduation. And how did you meet him? Tell us that story. (laughs) We love hearing how people met their You know, the two boyfriends that I had in med school, I met in med school. They were perfect on paper. Chinese, went to Ivy League schools, good Chinese boys. Good pedigree. Yes. And they both um, met my parents. My parents loved both of them. Wow, you brought people home. So that, because in my house, if I'm bringing you home, then we're getting married. Right, right. (laughs) No, I brought them home because my mom was pressuring me like, oh, do you have a boyfriend now? Yeah. And then I broke up with them. Yeah. And then the month before graduation, when I was supposed to be moving for residency, I met this guy at the club. Now, depending on who I'm telling this story to, sometimes (laughs) I'll be like, oh, at a bar, just to like soften things. But the true reality is that it was a club. It was like, a club. It was a club. Yeah. Which Um, club? It it was called Sweet, S-U-I-T-E. Where? In Dallas. Okay. And it no longer exists as clubs go, right? Like they circle through. Like it's cool for a year and then it no longer exists. Yeah, but that was true story. I met Daniel wow. Moon at Sweet in 2008, and our first date was at Nobu. And how did he, I guess, scoop you up? He just said, like, because you're know, a prize, honey. <laughs> he was really chill. He was like, hey, can I take you out to dinner sometime? And I said to him, you know, I just sort of got out of a toxic relationship and I'm about to move to start my residency. So I'm really not looking to get into a relationship right now. Yeah. And he was like, dude, I asked if I could take you to dinner. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dinner sounds good. Dinner sounds good. You know, I really like Nobu. Yeah. And he's like, okay, let's make that happen. You're like, of course, that's my favorite restaurant. Favorite restaurant <laughs> of all time. I've been to like everyone in every city. I saw that your daughter loves caviar sandwiches. So do I. Yes. I, you I'm know. vegetarian now. I know it's boring and gross, but I saw that and I was like, that's the way to do it. Yeah, my my girls have somewhat expensive <laughs> taste. I have no idea where it comes from. I mean, just not a clue. I have no idea. But they have their baby Chanel and their baby Birkin. And you like Nobu. Their mom likes Nobu. 
Yeah. And that was your first date. I mean, Maddie, for her birthday, I said, what do you want to eat? And she was like, let's go somewhere that has caviar service. And of I course. was like, why Why the hell not? She's like, let's go to Petrosian. I mean, <laughs> live your life. Live your best seven-year-old life. Yeah. Why absolutely. not? Yeah. So then you start dating Daniel Moon. Yes. And coming from these traditional backgrounds, it doesn't matter, guys. If you're a minority, your family's psycho. <laughs> That's just what I'm going to say. Because we all have the same story, right? I know. So then you meet Daniel. Right. How old is he and how old are you? Daniel is 11 years my senior. And he has kids. And he was previously married. And at the time that I met him, his um, children, who are boy-girl twins, were four years old. Four years old. Babies. Babies. Adorable. Yeah. So what was that like telling your family hey, this is the guy. Yeah, I told my mom first about six months into the relationship when I knew in my heart that like I really You knew him. at six months? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and I told my mom first without my dad. We were just hanging out mom-daughter time. And I was like, so I met this guy. He's really nice. He's so sweet. We get along. We have the same goals in life. You know, all this stuff. And I was like, but the problem is that he's been married before and has two kids. And he's not Chinese. And he's Korean, which people are like, Chinese, Korean, same, No, same. it's different. It's not the same. It's not the same. Yes. Like, my parents want my kids to speak Mandarin. Well, that doesn't happen because my husband speaks Korean, yeah. you know. I think we all want to speak Mandarin. <laughs> FYI. But anywho. anywho. So uh, mom was like, daddy not going to like this. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, no yeah, shit. Daddy yeah. not going to like this. Yeah. And I was like, but I. But she I really, was on board. She was on board because she's a little bit more progressive than my dad. And okay. she said, if he's a good man and he treat you good and you love him, then I support you. Okay. And she's like, but daddy not going to like this. And I was like, I mean, so we yeah. waited, my mom and I <laughs> together. Yes. Now we're like sort of winking at each other. Right. Um, we didn't tell my dad until about like a year in. Wow. Yeah. And he, he, daddy, daddy did not like Like it. (laughs) And so for a lot of people listening, how did you know he was the one? How do you know? Because I know everyone's journey is different. Yeah. So how you may know he was the one may not be how someone else would know. But how did you know? Gosh, that's such a hard question because you get this like, you know how sometimes you don't like someone and you just don't really know why you don't like them except something in your stomach just feels weird. It's an energy. Yes, it's an energy. And I also think that I knew he was the one by being with so many other people who were not the one. Right. And who were so toxic. And I'm like, why did I stay in that relationship for two years? And we were making up and breaking up. But I thought thought that that was passionate. No, no, no. Right? I don't. I know like people think it's cool to be toxic and they say, don't let men chase you and play games. We believe on this pod, currently cringing, no games, shoot your shot. You like someone, tell them. Yeah. And, you know, demand what you want in a relationship. Tell the guy, yeah. you know. Yeah. They're, they're not mind readers. No, they're certainly not. Yeah. So how did you know? I knew because when I was with him, I had a feeling that I had never felt before. I felt like I could be authentically myself around him, that I didn't have to be this, you know, perfect, perfect version. And he understood my humor and we could just, we could chill and kick it at home or we could go out and go to parties and galas and things like that. And And I just felt like I could be my whole self 
around him. And we just got along. Like, I was like, when are we going to fight? Like, when am I going to slam the door and scream crying out? And then we'll have, you know, makeup, whatever. And and that never happened. I think that's uh, tough for me. I'm being vulnerable and open right now. It's tough for me because I'm not a fighter. And it doesn't mean I bottle things in. I'm able to have discussions and communicate and converse versus, like, fight. So I haven't had toxic relationships. You know, I haven't fought with people. They they didn't work out for different reasons. One right. was, you know, someone wasn't driven or someone wasn't ready to have a family or someone didn't, didn't want to get married. But I find personally for me hard to, I find it hard to gauge, you know, how do you know? Because I'm myself with everybody. It's very hard, <laughs> you know. I'm very, you know, just open. Yeah. So I think, like you said, it's a, maybe your gut tells you. It to, is a gut feeling. And I know the listeners are going to be like, oh, well, that was helpful. Like when you no, know, you know. No, but when you know, you know. You do. You get this feeling in your stomach, in your heart, in your brain. And I'm telling you, it has to align. Yes. Like the, your brain has to say yes. Your heart has to say yes. And your gut, gut has, has to, to say, say yes. yes. Because sometimes I talk to my girlfriends and they're like, my heart says yes and my gut says yes, but my brain says no. And I'm like, well, let's There's evaluate that. Yeah. Let's, why does your brain say no? Like, let's yes. open up that box and talk about it. Because the three need to align if you're in it for the long run. I mean, yes. if you just want to have a short run, if one of those We call it are- FFN. <laughs> we have fine for now. <laughs> I call yeah. it, I call it private till permanent. I love that. Well, that's everybody though. No, girls be posting things. And no, then like, oh. unless there's a huge rock. You know, and you're walking sideways because the ring's too heavy. Like Dr. Tiffany Moon here, hide him. Yeah. In a cave somewhere. No one needs to know until they're your person. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, you don't want to look like a merry-go-round of dating. Oh, maybe you do. (laughs) I mean, if you're having a period in your life, if you're living your best, like, sex in the city life, then, like, yeah, Yeah. do that. But then when you're ready to settle down. Yeah, absolutely. I said, no one's going on my page until there's a ring on it. Right. You know, everyone's like, are you dating? I'm like, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I'm dating. I'm dating everybody. None of your business. Yeah. (laughs) Except the podcast listeners. Yeah, just the whole world. Yeah. (laughs) But it's so funny because I announced on my last podcast that I'm I'm dating someone special. And you're the only person that's met him. Oh, not even my parents have met him. No one has met him. Well, I like him. Yeah, I know. I like him a lot. I know. So Tiffany Moon has met this person. I give him the moon stamp of approval. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) And now you have your babies. Yes. And they're twin girls. Yes. And that was, you know, by chance. Yes, exactly. So I saw that you have a moon and two stars on your necklace. Yes. Is that like? You landed with your moon and the daughters are the yep. stars. This is my Daniel moon. I love And this that. is my Chloe and Maddie moon. I have a private jeweler who basically does whatever yeah. I ask her to do. And I said, can you make this for me? And she sketches it out. And I was it's like, it's stunning. perfect. So whenever I'm in the hospital, whenever I'm anywhere, yeah. I feel that I have my family with me. I love that. I love it. And they're, it's gorgeous. And your family's beautiful. How are you this doctor diva? How do we do it all? How do we do it all? How do we? And a lot of listeners are single. Yeah. So how do they find the one? And again, you shouldn't make it your mission to find the one. But right. what should girls do to put themselves out there, get what they want and have the career, the family, the kids? How are you doing it? 
Well, as far as the doing it all, I have no secret sauce. I, I always tell people, you and do you it. And you are stunning. <laughs> You're, well, this is, if you saw me, I did not wake up like this. We don't want to record a lot of people, but we want to <laughs> record you. No, I mean, let's be serious. I have a whole glam squad. Like, I did not wake up like this. This is like fake hair, fake eyelashes. But it's gorgeous. <laughs> You're stunning. As far as the doing it all, honestly, you just have to do it. You just have to, instead of sitting there and doing whatever, you just do it. Like, I am literally working from 6 a.m. until 10 p.m. Yeah. And even while I'm in the carpool lane, like, waiting for my kids, I'm, like, answering DMs, answering text messages, which you're not supposed to do on carpool. Sorry if anyone's no, listening. No, but we love, <laughs> we love a powerful woman. And you, you, you just, are. I just work, 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 work. And I also have a wonderful team of people who support me. Yes. I would never pretend to be doing this alone. My I love that. My husband does carpool drop off in the morning because yes. carpool's at eight. Well, guess what? I'm in the OR by then. Yeah. You know, and I have a wonderful nanny and a wonderful assistant who helped me love do it. all the things. So if I ever were to be like, oh yeah, I woke up like this and I no. do all the things by myself. No girl. That's yeah, not but we works. have a whole podcast, me and my sister, an episode, if you listen back on, we promote surgery and Botox. Yes. Natural's great, but we want all those things. You yeah. know, and if you don't want, want those things, this is not the pod for you. I don't know why people are so like, no, shy about getting Botox and filler. Like if you want to do I'm that, telling everybody. do it. Yes. Yes. Do it. If that makes you feel good, do it. But don't look like a fish. No one Or stop. look like a fish if you want to. Some <laughs> people you like to. it. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a very Dallas thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've yeah, noticed yeah, yeah. that. You know, the bigger, the better. Yeah. In absolutely. Dallas. So you go, girl. If that's what you want, that it is your prerogative for your body to look however you want it to. I love. Well, speaking of body, you're hot. With, <laughs> after two children, we need a whole podcast with you on just like maintenance. Like we'll yes. get we'll get to that. But we have to talk about diet, there's exercise, so much. There's what supplements so much. to take. Yes, yes. Yeah, or or you need to start your own podcast. That's Girl, what you need to do. Because I want to. Li- I could listen to you for hours. I don't think that that would be a very good podcast. First of all, We're I find work my own voice very cringy. I no one likes their voice. I no one especially does. hate mine. Well, so a podcast to me sounds like the worst idea ever. <laughs> I I think it's a wonderful idea, but. You're handling all of this. I want you to talk about your wine and your candles, honey. Oh, honey. The candles were a quarantine project. Okay. I have always been into essential oils, and I love smells. Yes. Because to me, they evoke memories. Same. So I started tinkering around with essential oils, making candles sort of during quarantine because I had time. Yeah. I always wanted to do it before quarantine, but... There You're a busy life. mom, a busy queen. All of a yeah. sudden during quarantine, we don't go out. There's no charity galas. There's yeah, no nothing. dinners. So then I actually have time to mess with the oils. And then I started making candles. And I said, I'm going to call it aromasthesia. I love because it. Because I love so aromatherapy brilliant. and anesthesia. Yeah. And then I named them all the scents after anesthesia drugs. And I gave Fabulous. them all taglines. I'm obsessed with them, by the way, guys. Where can they get them? Um, They're on my website. Um. TiffanyMoonMD.com. Okay. And you will sign them. <laughs> right before. She's like, I'm not signing all of them. Honey. Right before Anisha got yeah. here, I was signing Signing candles. candles. Yes. Yes. Um, and also, uh, my husband and I made a wine label, yes. a private wine label, which we've had since 2009. Oh, so that's been there. It's been there. It just wasn't for sale. Yes. It was a private wine label that we enjoyed and that we would occasionally give to family and friends. Because that's what people do. They just <laughs> have their own wine. So, <laughs> they just own their own vineyard. No, we don't own our own vineyard. We, we get from other vineyards. Can you just vineyards. say you do? 
No, because that would be a lie. We don't own our own vineyard. We don't have a tasting room. We get excess juice from other vineyards who have excess production. I love that. Sustainability. Yes. I love that. Yes. We're and all then about we blend. sustainability. Daniel Moon thinks he's a winemaker, okay? He he's is a not sommelier. like... He, <laughs> he's going to... You know, those tests are really hard. I know. Really I've hard. seen Netflix documentaries yes. where people study their entire lives. Once I was like, you know what? I kind of want to become a psalm. Like, just to like... <laughs> get this you know what I mean I just feel bad because sometimes like you do that and then you might end up at the Olive Garden um I will not ever be at the Olive Garden although I do love endless breadsticks and salad when you're here you're family (laughs) (laughs) this this podcast is sponsored by Olive Olive Garden Garden. (laughs) plug um so the wine the wine it's a three moons wine.com we have a Sauvignon Blanc a nice dry um white a red proprietary blend that's a little bit of a more easy drinking red because yeah. some people are like, oh, I don't drink red wine. Yes. I'm like, please try my red blend. It's for the people who don't, don't drink, drink red, red wine. Yeah. And then Daniel Moon makes the Cabernet Sauvignon, which is like a big, bold wow. Napa cab. I'm like, salivating. Yes, we yeah. need to get you some. Yeah. yeah. Did we you will. only bring a check in? I'll mail it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's, where's the check, honey? So, yeah. so you have your wine, your babies, your candles, anesthesia, a family. You are an icon. I hope you oh, know that. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you for meeting with me and inviting me to your home and yeah. doing this podcast. And, you know, I, I hope we meet again soon. I have and you're a an feeling. inspiration. Thank you. I just want you to know. So I like to leave, you know, with a positive message. Anything you want the listeners to know or oh my to gosh. feel. I yeah. want everyone to feel worthy. Um, Because I think so many times we feel not worthy. We have imposter syndrome. And I want women especially to live their lives to the fullest, be their authentic selves, not be afraid to show some part of themselves. Yeah. And, and, you know, we all go through bad times. That is true. Trust me. You know, you, you see my perfect little life. Now I have days where I'm in my closet crying, Absolutely. you know, and hiding from my kids. Yes. Um, and, and just focus on the love and the laughter, get past all those bad times because good times will come. I love that. Thank you so much, Dr. Tiffany. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chat. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai. Bye. 